welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 85. Don't celebrate. Over the last few months, I've noticed that a man by the name of Dr. Huberman has become very popular on the internet, specifically on the platforms that I use. And while I don't seek out the information that he publishes, you know, actively, a lot of it comes my way on maybe my Instagram feed or YouTube back, you know, when I was consuming that regularly, currently trying not to because time is getting so tight. But Huberman's information has been everywhere for me. And I don't know if that's a reason phenomenon for other people or if that's just the algorithm learning what it is that I respond to. That being said, a lot of the information that I've seen from him has been absolutely fascinating, right? A lot of it's really good. I got really interested in some of the stuff he was saying about sleep, right? Uh, A lot of the training stuff and nutrition stuff that he talks about, I find really interesting. I've started taking Tonkat Ali because of his recommendation and the results have been spectacular. I started using supersets for, you know, heavy push and pull movements, which has been really good. So generally very interested in the things that he says. Well, one of the things that I heard him say recently was on a podcast that I listened to maybe one or two episodes every few months. It's called Impact Theory. And he did an episode with the host, Tom Bilyeu, I think is how you pronounce his name, on dopamine, right? This is sort of one of the big things that Huberman talks about a lot. And in that episode, which I'll link in the show notes below if you want to go check that out, I do think it's very useful. He talks about the function of dopamine, what is dopamine, and some of the misconceptions around dopamine. Right, A lot of people think that dopamine is the reward chemical. Well, it isn't necessarily that as much as it is the motivation chemical. Right, It gets released before you do the thing. So for me, someone who used to smoke cigarettes, you know, if I see a pack of cigarettes and I feel let's say a craving, that would be dopamine. It's not that when I give in and smoke a cigarette that I get the rush of dopamine. It's right before. Well, one of the things he says in that episode, I found so interesting that I want to do a whole episode on it. And that is the idea of celebrating, right? What do you celebrate? When do you celebrate? I decided to call this field log, don't celebrate, right? Just be a little inflammatory and grab your attention, with the idea being that, I'm going to uh, pull up the quote here so that I can uh, say it exactly as the man himself says it. The quote reads, celebrating the win more than the pursuit. It actually sets you up for failure in the future. Now, this is interesting, right? Immediately, you start to wonder, why is that the case? Right? What does it mean that it sets you up for failure in the future? What's the difference between the win and the pursuit? Well, the first thing I think we can connect here, based on what I just explained about dopamine and this quote, is that dopamine is the thing that gets released before you do the activity, right? It's the motivation chemical, not so much the reward chemical. If you're working towards, I don't know, let's say a promotion at your job or you're pursuing a woman, there might come a point where you get that thing, right? You might get the promotion, you might get a date with the girl, whatever it is. You might get a new PR in the gym. 
But the dopamine is the thing driving you towards the result that you want. So the idea of what Huberman's saying here is that if you celebrate every time you achieve something, you're tying the celebration to the drop in dopamine, right? The dip, because you've achieved the thing, the motivation chemical has done its job, and then there's this sort of equal and opposite reaction with some other hormone, and I forgot the name of it. But you can sometimes get this almost, I suppose you could call it like a postpartum depression after you achieve the goal, right? You achieve the thing, then for a minute you're depressed and you wonder what's next. Well, what he's saying with don't celebrate the win more than the pursuit is that what you want to encourage in your behavior and in your body is you want to tie the act of pursuing something. That's what you want to focus on. The pursuit is what you'll spend most of your life doing, right? We talk about this a lot, this idea that it's not necessarily about what you're achieving, but rather the person that you're becoming. And while I do say that winning is mandatory and at the end of the day, if you're not getting the results, it's pointless. The best way to get the results is to focus on the process, right? It's sort of this, it's a paradox, if you will. And ultimately... We really want two things as men living the warrior king life. We want what's most important, which is to build our character. And that happens through the pursuit. It is the activity itself that makes you the man you're meant to be, right? The obstacle to the way becomes the way. You've heard me say this before. So what we really want is to become a certain person. And that doesn't happen by achieving the goal, but rather by pursuing the goal. But then the second thing we want after the first thing is to achieve the goal because there are going to be positive results based on that, right? There's going to be a positive impact based on you achieving whatever it is you're after, right? If you're a man and you're a good man, you have a strong character and you're very wise and you want to get married and have kids so you can raise them well and add sort of a net positive to the population, that's a goal worth pursuing. That being said, if that doesn't work out for you, the man you become in the process of trying to be a a good future father, is worth it in, an, in its own right. But since we know that there are really two things that we want, the character that we build through the pursuit and the goal itself, we should do things that are going to maximize that. And that's where not celebrating the win, but rather the pursuit becomes so valuable. Because in order to become a particular man, it's about what you do. Right? Every action you take, this sounds familiar, I know, every action you take is a vote for the kind of person you want to be. We know that. So if you wake up early and you take your cold shower and you do your morning prayers and you do your journaling and you set up a plan for the day and you work hard and you stay consistent and you stay away from things that are bad for you and for other people, right? And you stay on the straight and narrow, if you will, on the narrow path. You do all of those things. You are becoming the man you're supposed to be. So you have to do everything in your power to make the process stick. And the way you do that is by teaching your body that the process itself is the thing you're after. And that's why you don't celebrate the win. Because it's not the I've achieved it and now I stop that you want to ingrain. It's the I haven't achieved it yet, so I have to keep pushing that you want to ingrain. So when you start celebrating the pursuit and sort of 
forgetting about the win and you're just always focusing on what am I doing right now? Not in such a way that you're never having fun because that's why we're saying celebrate the pursuit. But if you turn yourself into the kind of man who's only focused on if I'm pushing and I'm iterating and I'm trying and I'm getting back up when I fall, if you focus on that and you say, this is where my purpose is, this is where my meaning is, this is where my joy is, it's in the struggle. If you become that man and you reward yourself for the struggle, you celebrate the struggle, the wind's going to take care of itself, right? There's a saying from some very famous sports coach, and I don't remember who it is or even what sport it is, but I think it might have been some sort of famous coach in American football who said, don't worry about the, the scoreboard, right? Focus on the game. Focus on playing the game right. And the scoreboard takes care of itself. If you focus on the pursuit and every day you're building better financial habits, every day you're building better health and training habits, every day you're building better habits in practicing your craft, every day you're reading books. You're not focusing on how many books have I read, but how do I get myself to read consistently? And how do I get myself to pick the right books? And rather than focusing on, am I married? Do I have kids? Are women attracted to me? You keep focusing on the process of how do I speak to people in a way that builds rapport? How do I speak to people in a way that connects with them? If you focus on that, just focusing on the process and celebrating the process, the scoreboard takes care of itself. Remember that. Think about that. If you just focus on doing the job well and you keep your nose down, the scoreboard takes care of itself. Another way to think about this, this is a saying that I, I read on Instagram recently. There's this woman, and I don't remember who her name is. I just ended up on her page somehow. She's a, an athletic trainer of some sort, right? She, does, she trains women to build the body that they want. And she has a saying that I liked so much that I stole it. And I, I wish I knew what her name was or her handle so I could credit her, but I forgot. She said, focus on performance and the physique will follow. And that is exactly the philosophy of the Warrior King training protocol. Now, I don't call it that, right? We call it the, um, it's the principle of proper programming and progressive overload, right? It's in the Warrior King training protocol, which link in the show notes if you haven't downloaded, downloaded that already. And we're on day 85 at this point. So you've really got to get on that if you haven't started running that program three days a week. But focus on performance and the physique will follow. If you focus on doing things right, if you focus on doing the right things, if you focus on doing things consistently, if you focus on iterating consistently, if you focus on measuring your KPIs, if you focus on showing up, doing the work, doing it like you mean it, doing an honest job, working with integrity, acting with dignity, the results will come by themselves. You don't, you don't worry about the results. Staring at the scoreboard does nothing for you. Nothing changes because you're looking at the, the numbers, right? If you weigh yourself 10 times every day because you're trying to lose weight, getting on the scale doesn't change anything. It's the exercise. It's the diet that changes things. The scale just confirms what's happening. So all of that to say that your main concern has to be, what am I doing? Not what have I done? 
or what have I achieved? It's what am I doing? What am I doing every day? Think back. Think about the things that you do on a daily basis. What are the things that you're actually doing every day? What are the things that you're actually committed to? Are you actually going to church several times a week? Are you actually showing up to liturgy? Are you actually doing your morning and evening prayers every day? Are you actually budgeting? Which episode on budgeting came out maybe a week or two ago. Listen to that. Are you actually doing the work? That's what it's about. What are you doing on a daily basis? What is the thing that you're involved in? So you have to celebrate that to ingrain that. You want to tie the good feeling, the dopamine, to the pursuit itself rather than the achievement of the goal. Right? I recently had a very big win you know, a couple of weeks ago. And I sat there. I was happy. I told a couple of people. I thanked God. And then I immediately asked myself, what's next? What is the next milestone? What's the next thing we're doing? And that's not meant to be this idea of more, 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 always more. But rather that the thing that I really care about is striving, pushing, right? There's this little anecdote I tell all the time. When asked, what do you do at the monastery all day? A monk responded, we fall and we get back up. Right, the monks, their life at the monastery isn't about, I'm going to measure my holiness and if I fail today, then I've failed. But rather, I'm going to push towards perfection. That's the point. Because the only way to actually achieve the other thing, the only way to actually get better, is to focus on the pushing. Now that's a practical argument as to why you should not celebrate the win more than the pursuit. And you can celebrate the win, right? I did go to dinner with some of my friends after I got that, you know, achievement that I got. And I was happy about it. But your identity is not tied up in what have I achieved? Your identity is tied up in how am I acting? Because life is the pursuit. Life is not the achievement. The thing that you're going to spend 99.99999% of your time doing is not getting the thing, but going after it. The pursuit is what you spend most of your time doing. So beyond just the practical example, it's just a terrible way to live to only focus on the win or the achievement. Right? So there's a synergy there. There is literally no reason to celebrate the win more than the pursuit. There is no reason. From a practical perspective, if you want to win, celebrating the the pursuit will help you get there. Right? Focus on your game and the scoreboard will take care of itself. So practically speaking, focusing on the pursuit more, celebrating the pursuit more, is just practically going to help you win. Second, the majority of your life is the pursuit. So you may as well get your identity wrapped up in that. The obstacle to the way becomes the way. The thing that you're struggling through, that's life. Especially for us. Especially for men living the warrior king ethos. What we spend our time doing is the struggle. That's our life. 
Learn to enjoy it. Now, the good thing, of course, God's infinite wisdom, the good thing is that the stress center of your brain, the amygdala, has androgen receptors. Now, androgen receptors are just receptors that respond to testosterone. If you ever look at a man's torso next to a woman's torso, you'll notice that a man has a much more muscular chest, more muscular shoulders, muscular back, even naturally, even if neither one of them trains, the shoulders, the chest, the traps, the back, they look different. As you start moving down the body, it starts to look the same, right? A woman can have massive quads, massive hamstrings, massive glutes, same size calves. Those things don't have as many androgen receptors as the muscles at the top, right? I, my brother and I, when we first started working out, you know, eight, 10 years ago, I very famously called the section, you know, below your chin and above your sternum. I call that the androgen belt, right? This is the part of your body that makes you look male, masculine. So those muscles have androgen receptors and so does your stress center of your brain. What does that mean? That means that the more testosterone you have in your body, naturally or through substances, right? Could be something like steroids the more the struggle will feel good to you. It's actually energizing. Isn't that fascinating? Right? From a theological, from a philosophical perspective, we men living the warrior king life, we believe that we are made for the fight. We are made for the struggle. We are made to push. We are made to suffer more so that the people in our life suffer less. And our body is designed that way. Before I ever was created and placed on this earth and you know, flailed around aimlessly and then God started guiding me and then I came up with this thing that we call the Warrior King ethos and then I started rambling into a microphone 25 to 30 minutes every day and putting that on the internet for you guys to listen to. Before any of that ever happened, God had already made our brain in such a way that we would love the struggle. So as a man, you are designed for the pursuit. You're designed to fight. That's what you're designed for. So your physiology is made for this, right? The dopamine gets released before you get the thing. If you continue to tie it to celebrating the pursuit, continue to tie it to the pursuit itself, and you keep your body healthy so that it's producing enough testosterone, and you teach yourself to fight and not to not get dopamine from your phone all the time or from sweet foods or anything. That's one of the reasons I like clean eating right? And God forgive me for this, but unfortunately, being healthy and living longer isn't really a motivator for me, right? I'm more worried about performance. You know, well, many ways to skin a cat. The point being that one of the reasons I like healthy eating is because it reduces these sort of high dopamine food sources, you know, like excessive sugar and and processed carbs and, and seed oils and those kinds of things and fast food that makes your brain light up and all of that. So the more you get your enjoyment from the difficult things, the more you train yourself to enjoy the difficult things, not only will you be more successful, not only will you be more effective, but your life will genuinely be more enjoyable. You can train yourself to enjoy the little things and the struggle by celebrating them. So the point today is don't celebrate the win. Don't make your life about the win. 
Don't talk about the win. Talk about the struggle. There's a study, and I'll try to find it and link in the show notes for you. There's a study that showed that if you praise your children for their work ethic over talents or innate qualities like intelligence, they'll be far more successful in life, right? So rather than saying, oh, little Timmy, you're so smart and you're so handsome and you're so this and you're so that. If you say, oh, Timmy, you're such a hard worker, you're so disciplined. I'm, I'm proud of you for getting this A. You worked hard for that. Rather than saying, I'm proud of you for getting this A, you're so intelligent. If you praise them for hard work, those kids are more successful. Because they learn that the thing that gets me validation, which all humans ultimately seek, and you know that's a whole another topic there that we're not going to get into. But if you praise them for that, they'll be more successful. So the same applies to you. You want to find your value in how much did I push today? Right, we just had an episode yesterday. CX giving 110%. How committed was I today? And that's my metric for who I am as a man. Can I work smarter, work harder, stay more consistent? I had a conversation with my best friend yesterday. We were at Vespers. Afterwards, we sat down for a minute and, you know, Holy Week just happened. I was traveling at the time too. It's been an incredibly busy week. I'm severely sleep deprived. I haven't been to the gym in like a week. So I'm, you know, really need to go today and train. But we were talking about how hard it is to stay consistent 24-7. But those are the things we think about. Is we see ourselves as men who are consistent and want to stay consistent. That's where your identity needs to be. That's what you need to be celebrating. How hard are you pushing? Because the only way that you can maximize your odds of winning is by celebrating the pursuit. So that's what I want you to do today. You don't need to make a note for this one. You don't need to pull out your calendar after this one. I just want you, as you're working towards your purpose today, to remember that that's the whole point. This is who you are. The harder you work, the more focused you are, the more you are the man you're supposed to be. And that's it. Remember that today. Remember that going forward. Don't celebrate the win. Celebrate the pursuit. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.